stop and take a trip down on my block where you see hidden potential young minds sharper than pencil and ain't afraid to speak their mind if they got something against you we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from dutch town to south side from penrose to north side from benton park to old north to west end the west side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is Stitch Cast Studio, produced by St. Louis Story Stitchers in St. Louis, Missouri. Yes, sir. This is our second installment for the Earth Day podcast. We are live right now at the World's Fair Pavilion in Forest Park, St. Louis. We got a dope discussion. This discussion will be around Earth Day and the opinions, thoughts, and emotions surrounding it. So check it out. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. All right. Thank you, everybody, for coming out today. Wanna welcome you, I wanna welcome you to another episode of Stitch Cast Studio. I am your host, Blue Beats, and I am joined with a bunch of other positive young people out here. And we're uh, actually out here for our Peace in the Prairie Earth Day celebration. So it's a celebration of Earth Day. Um, we also got a bunch of vendors out here. Um, we're doing some presentations, some performances. We're out here in Forest Park in St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, we're having a great time today. How's everybody doing? Man, we good. We good, we good. good. I'm wonderful. Absolutely. So glad to have everybody with us. So my first question to the group, and it's open for anyone to answer. So, um, you know, a lot of us spend a lot of time in the city, you know, with the hustle and bustle, you know, uh, sirens and a bunch of noise, you know, obviously. So what, how important do you guys think it is to spend some time with nature every now and again, to get out in a park or a prairie around some trees and breathing in the fresh air? Uh, us as city dwellers, as I assume most of us to be, how important do you think that is? Uh, I think it's probably the most important thing Really, uh, as a person, as a person, I had really, really low vitamin D because I'd stay inside a lot, playing a lot of video games. Because before I was, uh, you know, out in podcasting and being an active person, I was a big nerd. Uh, my connection with nature is uh, I really like Pokemon, and Pokemon is just animals redrawn to look cool. So if we lose the world, we lose inspiration for art. If we lose animals, we don't have the inspiration that we have for so many things. So uh, for me, nature is inspiration first and foremost. So you have to get outside, not only because it's gonna help your mental health, your physical health, it just connects you with every part of yourself, no matter who you are or what you're about. So I think uh, stepping outside and getting, or touching grass, as we like to say on the internet, is real important. Absolutely, well said. Anybody else? Just like there's so many different types of plants, trees, and things like that, I think there are different types of people and we require different elements. So for me personally, I require the sun and being near water is just that that's where I flourish. So that's why nature is so important because it connects you to who you really are, the blood running through your veins, you know, the muscles that you have, your skin, it it all correlates to us all being one big organism, like operating within the earth, the universe. Do y'all ever go out with like no shoes and just go straight to the grass? Are you are you a, a shoe on person? Nah, me, I'm a, I'm a shoe off person because I like to flip a lot. Oh, so, word. Yeah, so like I like to, 
I like to feel the grass on, the, on, the, on my feet, you know? Especially, especially you go to the beach or something, you like to, yeah, I'm most definitely a shoe person. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I was, is, <laughs> I was on the beach, me and my friend, we watched the Rocky movies a lot, right? So, oh, yeah. Rocky and Creed. So, we got to the beach and immediately started impersonating Rocky Three. We on the beach doing rhythm training and stuff, man. Hey, man, oh, I ain't gonna fake one time, bro. I was, I forgot where I was, but... It was some steps, and I was like, yeah, you know, the ending scene, man, you know what I'm saying? The ending scene, like, man, you run to the top, bro, you just... Exactly. Bro, that's that's an example of, you know, just loving life and, you know, loving the earth, but, like, you know, you got to take in that breath and be like... It's a moment you're not going to see again. I'm saying, a lot, of, a lot of people don't get to see it because they don't even... They don't even go outside because I, I guess they... You could call them homebodies. Yeah. But... I like to go outside. I like to, you know, experience earth because some people they're just stuck to one place. Like they never they never leave the one place that they've always been. And so they never get to see their whole surroundings. They don't even know what's outside their communities. Right. And, and like I think the one thing that we all I think we're we're all kind of alluding to is that your your outside experience doesn't have to be like you go find twelve other people and go outside. It means getting yourself connected. So like, even if you're an introverted person, it's not about going outside with 12 other people. It's about going outside and establishing yourself and the one thing that was here long before everybody else was on this planet. So uh, it's really important. So um, I would say I'm most definitely a shoes on type of person. Your shoes uh, on? Yeah, but... All right, Blue. Because you don't know what you're going to step in. Yeah, true, yeah, that, true, yeah, that's, true, that's my true. biggest concern, I would say. But um, that's not to discourage anybody from taking those shoes off and putting your feet in the grass. I can see how that could probably heighten your connection to the grass and the nature. And, you know, I can see how it could feel good in certain circumstances. I ain't never really been to the beach, but I can imagine my toes in the sand, though. Oh, man, it's a wonderful feeling. <laughs> I mean, I went to the beach in Chicago, and it was like... Oh, that's got to be cold. <laughs> nah, it wasn't. My bad. Go ahead. Sorry. Nah, it, it, but, I mean, it was cool, though. It was like... I ain't gonna fake the sand was hot, but <laughs> I mean, you still connected to the earth, so it, it was pretty cool, you know what I'm saying? And like you said, it don't gotta be a group of people, it could be yourself. And um, I know it, it wasn't, you know, we've been connected to the earth since the beginning of time. So it's just like, why not appreciate it? Why not show the earth some love, you know? Take care of the earth, cause the earth take care of, takes care of us, you know? It provides, you know, nutrients and all that kind of stuff. So why not, you know, give it some appreciation once and again? We're out here at Peace in the Prairie. It's a um, beautiful display of art relating back to nature in the prairie. Um, bunch of dope vendors out here. So, and ultimately, it is a celebration of Earth Day today. So, how important do you guys think that is to celebrate Earth Day? Very important. I think that's, yeah, I think that's like one of the top things to do. Because a lot of the time, we, so a lot of people don't even, they don't even consider Earth Day as a holiday when I feel like they should because, you know, without the Earth, where will we, where will we be? You feel me? Like, you know, a lot of people, they litter all this and all this other stuff, and it's just like, man, we destroying the Earth, but the, the Earth is what keeps us going. The Earth is what gives us all the things that we need to keep, keep ourselves capable of even living on the Earth. So, I mean, it's, it's really important. Absolutely. So um, some of you guys alluded to this a little bit in your answer earlier, but I just want you to uh, just want to talk about you guys' personal experiences and um, you, you go a little bit more in depth with it. So um, 
Just tell me a little bit about you guys' personal experiences with nature. Like, uh, have you guys went camping before? Do you like camping? Is that something that, you know, you guys are interested in? And also, I want to know, um, especially for anybody that does an art form, how do you feel? What type of relation do you think being in nature has to your level of creativity? Definitely, uh, definitely levels my uh, creativity when I'm in nature especially when I'm like labbing and dancing outside and just taking that momentum and chance just to take on and breathe life. And cause it's free. Your creativity is free. So you take a chance to just be out there in life and just sit in it, dwell in it. It definitely take a conquer and just push you on, grow. Yeah, like, so, like, just to come back on the Earth Day thing, I didn't explore Earth Day enough ever. Like, you know, this is my first time coming out to an event and knowing that it is something that exists and is like out here for other people, uh, I think it should be made more of a big deal. I know at some point, I think back when we were a, a bit younger, I don't want to, I don't know, I want to blow anybody out on the podcast or spoil anybody's ages. Uh, but it, I remember Nickelodeon at least had like the Earth Day. Hey, we gonna we gonna not air anything for at least eight minutes and, and just be like, hey, just go think about the planet for a little bit and. I think at some point we got to go back to some part of that because, uh, I mean, just look at like our infrastructure. We're like not in the, we just got back into the climate accords, but scientists have already been saying, hey, yo, we've got to make drastic overhauls and care about our planet. Um, but otherwise, as far as like what connects me, I already talked about it. Pokemon for sure. Um, I love drawing out in the, in the, just out in the air. Uh, if anybody was here while I was earlier in the, in the event, I was sitting out drawing the fountain over here, getting a sketch down just to maybe take it back home and refine it more. But uh, Cornell, so when you dance, what type of, what, uh, what's your dance styles? Crump, uh, hip hop, contemporary, jazz. It like, it goes on and on, but I, I love you. dance. I, I feel that, I, I feel that. so in depth with it. Same, same. Okay, so then do you ever put a, a piece to like an element? How do you yes. feel? When, do yes. you think Elements dance, play a role. dance has an element to it? Okay, Fire, so. wind, anything that's solid, it, it plays a role. Okay. You know? And texture. Yeah. Most deaf texture too. Like the movements, I feel like to me, like it's like kind of like when you're doing that and stuff, like that's kind of like, that's kind of like air to me. So there's, you know, that's it's just flowing through your body. And then some of the other movements is like water, fire. You feel, you feel all of that inside your body. And so it's just like when you connect, when you connected today, and it's just like even when you, when you crumping and you like, dude, yeah, you doing like that, but that's just like you feel all of it inside your body. It's just not, it's just not one thing. It's like you connected to everything when you dance. And I'm also, a, I, I, I draw a little bit too. And um. I feel like when you get outside, you you have more creativity. Like yo yo, it's it's endless. There's nothing that you can't do when you like when you're outside, and it's just like yo creativity. It just explodes, and it's just like all these different things that you could draw, that you could you know. I mean, it, I'm I'm saying it's it's endless. There's multiple there's multiple ways that you could be creative and. I feel like with music too, a lot of people, a lot of times I go outside and it's just like, you know, I, I just sit there and I'm like, man, it's so much I could write about. Yeah. Do you, have y'all ever listened to uh, environmentalist rap? No, nah, what is that? All right, so uh, there's this guy named, because uh, I, I believe it's Twet, Twet T. Watley. Uh, but it's a song called Magic, and he's a Native American artist, and he raps about how, like, the magic in the world is being lost by us, like, not being connected to the world. And uh, I definitely would, would love to show y'all that. But, yeah, like, I really got, I get, when it comes to, like, my nerdy spheres, like, how I get involved in, like, 
all of that community is, uh, you know, I'm a guy that'll listen to a Pokemon rap and someone seriously rapping about Pokemon. Like they care about this, but that means I'm going to explore those avenues and every other opportunity. So, you know, I'll, I'm listening to conservation rap that talks about the world as that, but it's really a, a eye-opening experience to start to kind of learn that this is also involved. And uh, he pays a lot of homage because he knows that like he, Native Americans that maybe not have founded hip hop, but he understands that he's a guest in the house and like what it connects everything to. So it's really, it's really something special. Yes, sir. Hey, everybody, you know what time it is. It's time right now for our Pick the City Up art interlude. So check out this live performance by Traydon Rogers called Saints of Lewis. Dear Saints of Lewis, what do you want St. Louis to be? A history rich in both prosperity and chaos. A city where both slaves and free blacks once lived together. A city that was once defined as a world-class city, the fourth largest city in America, where the, world's far, where the World's Fair was hosted, where the 1904 Olympics Games was housed, where St. Louis Blues was brought to life, home to Maya Angelou, Nellie, Tina Turner, and many others, where greatness is and again must be. But first, what St. Louis do you now see? Because St. Louis hasn't been saint to me. St. Louis is traded in his glory for calamity. Vacant and amity, we demand in reconciliation. We, saints of Louis, abandoned philanthropy. Our willingness to lift the city. Giving our hands to reach down into the ground. Lifting our home to the standards we all seek. Because St. Louis hasn't been saint to me. Will you reach out and make this city saint with me? Come and grab a brush and paint a place with me. Amazing and awesome. A canvas worthy of the first name saint you see. We are saints of Lewis, allowing malevolence and poverty to take sovereignty of our home. Our public schools occupied with my fellow youth, whom are filled with promise and pain, tangled in this ancient endless chain of survival, the system, disdain, in neighborhoods where brothers blast each other in the brain. Some come into the school to escape, and some even more beat down by the school they thought was safe. Even in those civil walls, even in those walls, a civil war waits. Our youth dying or either leaving this city, and I can relate. I am Ferguson, wounded and needing assistance. I'm Kenlock, bought out of existence. I am the Delmar Divide, still very much resistant. But I am change, coming in the distance, persistent in my aim to knock down the insistence of chaos and violence and suffering that leeches our city, of its proficient strive to thrive beyond where it is now. I believe in our potential to change the atmosphere of this city, to move it gradually towards an unshakable unity and saintlyhood. St. Louis hasn't been saint to me with all this divide and distress, pain and duress. My youth are failing so I cannot digress and rest from the urgency of what I express. So please press past yourselves and reach and protest with your hands and heart. A Louis better than what it is now. A St. Louis to be correct. A city, a place that I can call home where I can sleep without gunshots filling my ears, where I can see unity among my peers, where greatness and heroism has volunteers, where our collective values and principles are clear, where saint embodies our years, and I'm ready to work for a St. Louis becoming saint, you see. Because nah, it ain't to me, but it's very faint, you see. It's there, in parts of our history, in the rhythm in our marches, in the joy in our celebrations, in our hearts and faces. And Saints of Louis, this is where it all starts, with us. Let's do it. I don't know if it has a meaning, but you know, some some groups they they name themselves after you know uh, elements of the earth, like earth, wind, and fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They yeah, like they, they, earth, they wind, and fire. yeah, like they literally name themselves after elements of the earth, and I'm like, that's pretty cool because a lot of a lot of times you may look over that, you be just uh, it's just a name. 
but to some, sometimes it means to people more than that. It is more than just a name. It's actually like appreciating what they have. So like Earth, Wind, and Fire, what would, what would, what would it be without those elements? You know what I'm saying? They're, they're key elements to our lives that we use like daily. And so it's like, you know, they just saw some homage to the Earth. So I feel like that's a pretty cool thing too. That's actually what my mom says when she listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire, and I asked her what she listening to. She say the elements. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, funny that y'all uh, bring up Texture a little minute ago. Uh, I was just learning about that. Your bro Lucas actually, he the one that was teaching me about dance and texture, and uh, he was teaching us how to get muddy. <laughs> we, we was trying to get muddy. I mean, do you feel like you're more creative in the morning or at night with nature? Now, me personally, I think, uh, you know, because I'm a night person, I find I find a lot of creativity at night, but I think it's a little bit inspiring because I spend a lot of late nights in the studio, like making beats and recording artists. So that um that 5 a.m. time when the birds start chirping and the, the the sun just start coming out, I think it's just something real inspirational and motivational about that time. So um like I'm not really a morning person, but I do love it when I get up early in the morning and I'm uh running my errands. Cause yeah, it just feel like I'm just it's just a different space and it's just a different tone to the morning as opposed to later on in the day with all of the hustle and bustle and ripping and running, you know what I'm saying? Me myself, I'm I'm not I'm not really more of a morning or night person. I'm like a midday person. So I like I like the midday where there's just like a lot of a lot of space for you to get a lot of things done. Like the morning time you still you still iffy. And in the nighttime you just be like, all right, I'm ready to go to sleep. But the midday is like where you can accomplish a lot more things because you don't you don't have a lot to do, so you just like you at your energetic peak. Right. Saying right. lunch powers you, man, huh? <laughs> All right. I, I'm going to bed if I eat. So. <laughs> nah, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying more of like the middays where I I complete a lot of things. Like a lot of the time, I'm gonna go to probably like one o'clock. I'll be like, all right, bet. It's a lot of things that I know I could do right now, so I'm finna I'm finna see whatever I can do. And I'm gonna go do it, and then the nighttime. I, I do get a lot of inspiration at night. I think that's probably because I was born at night. But <laughs> but yeah, I was born at like one o'clock in the morning. So I mean, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a night person. But a lot of inspiration comes during the like the nighttime or like it. Did, I think it just depends on what kind of person you are. I feel that I'm a. I gotta when it's time to be structured. I'm good with the morning. But when I want to like be creatively free, that's when. I, so like I do a lot of my. I'm in art school right now, so I'll, I'll do my learning in the morning. But then when it's time to just go draw whatever I want to draw, that's a nighttime thing. But Blue, I got a question. Because I didn't know you produce beats, man. Uh, so when you're producing beats, so then since we are, we've tied elements in this stuff, we tied, tied elements in the dance, there's definitely elements in art. Uh, so how do you, what would you call like a fiery beat versus an earth beat versus a water beat? Or do you have times where you're like, oh, well, this is a lightning beat. Like, do you ever branch off? Um, I, I, I don't normally think of it like that, but... Um, while right now, as I'm thinking of it like that, like a fiery beat, I would think of more like a energetic, you know, maybe um, dancey type of um, how do you say trappish type beat, you know, something with a lot of energy and moving around, you know, I guess it kind of that kind of reminds me of a somewhat the mood of a beat, you know, a mood could be fiery or something like that, or I could I could see maybe a water beat being something more mellow and chill, uh, you know, something more to relax and vibe out to. So um, I think most definitely, just like you could find the textures and dancing and other art forms, I think uh, you could you could most definitely incorporate those elements and bring them out through uh, 
through music and um, production, even lyricism, even. Yeah, there's one. We got one element right now on demand. But okay, so oh, perfect timing. So if you're using elements to kind of like build a person up, and you need that fire to get yourself centered, does that mean that you guys don't see a uh, negative aspect to elements? You incorporate all of them into a person, and that they all need to be incorporated into who you are to truly balance yourself out. I feel like all of the elements do need to be incorporated because especially if you look at just human behavior, you know, there isn't just, I guess, a person that's completely positive. You know, people are going to have their days where they're more down and that's similar to the elements, you know, they can be destructive. You know, it hurts to say it, but that's human behavior. You know, we can be destructive as well. So I definitely think, you know, you can definitely compare the elements and their different I guess, behaviors to the way people behave. And I definitely think some um, elements or I guess some weather patterns maybe can contribute to the behavior behind people. I know for myself, um, I love the rain. So like if it rains, I'll be the one out there sitting on the porch with the lightning, you know, on Netflix, watching TV, you know, but for other people, exactly. But other people, you know, they'll be the ones who kind of hide. So, you know, it, I definitely think you can um, compare the elements to human behavior. I like that. I like that. So with that being said, what do you guys, um, what element do you guys think uh, resembles or represents you guys the most? Wind. Off top. Wind. Unpowerful. What element represents me? Can you name the elements again for well, the people got, listening? Uh, wind or air. We got um, water. We got fire and um, earth. Do we want to go with the, the full? Because sometimes they change it into wood and metal. Oh, yeah? I never yeah. heard that. Yeah, if you go through the Chinese uh, breakdown, it's fire, earth, water, wood, metal. So earth is still a Wood is, is the okay, replacement right. for earth. Okay. But then, because iron is technically made from the rock of the earth more, yeah. so they wanna they made that small differentiation. Okay. Um, personally, I think I'm more like a water person. Uh, I think that uh, I'm great with going with the flow, but then right. like kind of when you get that whirlpool mixed up, it's a <laughs> tragic experience for everybody. We're all washed up in emotions. So uh, I think I'm a water person. I feel you. I say earth. Um, I'm a Virgo too, so that's an earth sign. And um, I don't know, I just feel feel myself to be more calm and more grounded, you know, down to earth. So I don't know, I, I, I would... I would say Earth sign for me, most definitely. I've hung out with you for all of 25 minutes, and I feel that immediately. <laughs> um, I would say fire, um, mostly because, you know, a lot of people equate fire to, like, burning things up and destroying everything. But I see fire as, like, being able to keep people warm, being a light. So I would say I'm more of a fire because I, I kind of have those qualities about myself. Right, I feel that. I feel that in my head when I think of fire, I don't really relate it to destruction, but I relate it more like to a passion. Or, you mm -hmm. know, That's yeah. exactly like that. the word. That's why I would say fire. I would have to agree with you as well. I do um, consider myself more of a fire sign. Um, I am a Scorpio. But I do consider myself more of a fire sign just because, like you said, I definitely think um, not only am I calm, but I do tend to bring more positivity. I try and be optimistic and just look at the um, glass as half um, full instead of half empty. Also, fire is, isn't always destructive. Sometimes fire could be a beautiful thing. So, you know, right. sometimes because you do not think of it that way. Right, because I know, um, you know, as far as like weeds and brush, you have to burn it to let it regrow. Yeah. So that's another way to look at it, you know, just 
now I don't want to necessarily say killing things, but, you know, going through the changes to allow things to regrow. It's part of, like, bringing in more nutrients. Like, you burn it all down so that, you know, the, the ash helps out, everything before that. Have y'all ever, like, drove down the highway and seen a controlled burn on a farm? No, not seen it. Oh, it's kind of, it's... Yeah, so what they burn through the whole field, and like it, you'll just watch a wave of fire moving over a field if you're just hanging out long enough. You can just see this. Yeah, it, it'll be over a cornfield, grass field, anything, and you'll just watch this line of just woo. Yeah, it's, it's like when someone does the wave, just imagine fire doing that. Yeah, if you drive through the Midwest enough, you'll see it. Just you'll also be driving through the Midwest, so you'll be bored. <laughs> yep, Kansas City. Yep. <laughs> so we are uh, getting ready to wrap up. Any more? Any uh, final questions? Thoughts, comments before we get up out of here, y'all. Thank you for having us, bro. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank you, you guys for allowing us to have you. Yeah. Happy Earth Day. I Hope believe you planet. did a great job for your first uh, podcast. Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Y'all making me blush. Y'all making me feel good. I might do a few more. Good. Keep it up. Oh, yeah. Um, I go by the name of Blue Beats, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to our episode of Stitchcast Studio. If you want more information about how you can volunteer or help out, please visit us at storystitchers.org. And um, in celebration of Earth Day, pick up some trash, um, help your community, uplift somebody today. And um, with that being said, we out. Thank you for listening. We want to give a very special shout out to the Stitchcast Studio sponsors. Story Stitchers is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, the Lewis Prize for Music 2021 Accelerator Award. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitchers Youth Programs was provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2021, Lust Corporations, the Charity Pot, and March for Our Lives Aid and Allowance. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches.